Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. All right. I think we got it going, popping. What's up? What's up, everybody? We got a good show for you tonight. Thanks for everybody that's joining in on this Monday. Hope you're having a good Cyber Monday. You did some good shopping on uh, Black Friday and all this other stuff. We got a special treat for you tonight. We got my bro Chris Hassan's about to come in and drop some fire on you. If you're joining in for the first time, my name is Chris Monroe, the student master teacher, Mr. I Stay Woke, and we got some fire for you tonight. Go ahead and leave your name in, put your name in, and where you're chiming in from, and I give you a quick shout out before we get started with the show. It's time to get it popping, yo. And we have And we have Mr. I stay woke And Mr. I stay Woke, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening? This is the student master teacher, Mr. I Stay Woke, Chris Monroe, and I'm right back at you with another real estate video. We got Chris Haskins about to join us in a minute. We about to talk about one of the good topics that you probably all should know about called private money. I know a lot of people want to use hard money and all these other different type of funny money, Bitcoin and all this other stuff, but we're going to talk about private money tonight and how to actually get it, how to actually uh, use it, and what you should do. Let's see who we got in here. What up, Aaron from New York? What up, John? I see you. Staying woke. I see you. See you. What's up, Tamisha from Texas and STL? She's from everywhere. Chris Birch is all in the building. So let me bring in my brother from another mother, Mr. Chris Haskins. Like I said, give this video a thumbs up. If you learned some, if you accidentally learned some, if not, give it a thumbs up anyway. We'll appreciate it. So let's see what we got here. What up, brother Chris? How you doing? I'm speechless, brother. I'm speechless. You are too much, bro. Too much to handle. Too hot to handle. <laughs> too cold to hold. <laughs> Monroe, I love your energy, my brother. Yeah, you got to have the energy because, uh, you know, if not, you know, they go to sleep. You want to keep people woke. And I say, if you don't stay woke, you're going to end up broke. So for people who may not know who you are, Mr. Chris Haskins, I know I see you all over the internet, but I don't know. Some people may not have heard of you yet. Give everybody a little uh, overview of who you are and what you do. Woke family, greetings. This is an honor to be with my boy, Monroe. Greetings, Vogue family. I am Chris Haskins. I'm a real estate entrepreneur. My mission, ministry, is to raise your financial literacy through real estate investing and entrepreneurship. I get an opportunity to hang out with some very live winners like Monroe, brother Chris. Since 2004, it's been my quest to figure out how do we get out of the rat race. And right around 2017, your boy, crack the nuts. So I just been screaming from the mountaintops how to share all the stuff that I've learned 
since doing this since 2004, my brother, and I have some giants. It is not me. I'm standing on the shoulders of some giants, Lonnie Scruggs, Mike Cheatwood, RIP. I'm just transferring the message that they gave me, guys. Yeah, that makes sense. And people don't understand that sometimes you got to talk to the elders or people who came before you because they can drop some knowledge on you. You'll be like, what? I was working hard trying to do this stuff, and they just gave me one little nugget, and it changed everything. It's amazing, Chris. It's truly amazing, man. I just pay homage to people that are willing to share. And it's always weird. The more you share, the more money you make. That's right. That's right. You got to give back because, you know, what good is if we get all this knowledge, learn all this stuff, and just go and, and don't tell anybody? That wouldn't be any good. That would be a disservice. Wouldn't you agree? Well, the thing is, man, I beg. I be begging my men. There's some giants are hanging around, right? I'm like, look, dude. Please don't take this to the grave. Please don't take this stuff to the grave. I'm begging. I got about five dudes that I hang out with. I'm like, dude, don't let this stuff go to the grave. You know, these are multimillionaire guys, man. I'm like, you know, just just share with it as much as you can. Yeah, you got to share this stuff because if not, you know, I mean, how are we going to continue the continuum? The knowledge is endless. This stuff just goes right. on and on and on. You That's know, they right. said what six thousand years of recorded history, even though we know it's time to go back before that. Yeah, no further. Yeah. <laughs> I like your new look, by the way. Is that? A, I'm sorry. I like your look. Is that a new look or a look? I don't know. It's just a look. I put on a new look every time. I wrap it out of a hat. You never know what I'm gonna have on a hat. Some shades. You know, I'm about to get some woke shades in a minute with some eyeballs like on them. No. I like it. I like it. I'm not mad at it for real. Yeah, you gotta have something different. And for yeah. people um, that may not know, I got to meet Chris in person up in Chicago. Yeah. And, you know, the energy that he's spewing off right now is the same person he is in person. Him and his wife, lovely people, by the way. And uh, congratulations on uh, that baby on the way. Got you a baby boy. You been working on some names or something or what? <laughs> Definitely not Chris not, Jr. Not Chris Jr. <laughs> heck no, man. But I, you know what? I finally figured another thing I figured out how to have a boy. I figured it out. You figured it out. You cracked the code because you know I'm just, you get a boy. I'm just joking, man. I it's just lucky the guy just blessed me. <laughs> wow. Private money. Let's do this, man. Private money. One of my favorite juicy, tasty, buttery, milky topics. Oh boy. So private money. So like I was saying when the show first come on, I mean, I know when I go to these real estate meetups and all these uh you know different networking events. I see people that are pushing off their cards, telling me about hard money. So they always saying, use my hard money. Come on, I'll give you a good rate. Or, you know, you don't need a credit check. Or, you know, they give you all this stuff to kind of reel you in. As a matter of fact, I think I have one of them cards laying around on my desk here saying, use my money because my money's better than everybody else. But hard money is hard and private money is different. Can you give people a little bit of a difference? Of, what's the difference in it? Uh, the difference of the two? Yeah, brother Chris, thank you. I forgot to I forgot to tell you. Thank you for uh, allowing me to share my little bit of knowledge with your viewers, brother Chris. Hard money is going to be based on their hard money. My woke family is going to be lenders that loan you money in a professional atmosphere. They're going to be guys that have points. They're going to have high interest rate. They're going to be very strict. If you don't do what they say, then they will take your house back very quickly. I'm not saying that private money people can't do that as well. But hard money is going to be more of a business-like relationship. Let me repeat that. Hard money is a business-like relationship, whereas private money, private money is going to be more of a personal relationship. People are loaning you the money based on believing in your operation. So we send, we're going to be sending out our Christmas cards here shortly to all of our private lenders. Matter of fact, we pay for a lot of their, their 
self-directed Roth IRA fees for the year. So it's a personal relationship and that money is based, both of them are really based by, based on the security of the asset and not based on your ability to necessarily borrow, pay it back. Okay, that makes sense. So so that, that hard money is literally what they say. It's hard. So it's mm -hmm. easy to get, I guess, but it's hard on you. If you don't act right in probably six months, they're going to crack the whip, jack up some points, and hurt your feelings. Now, when they come over to the better side, which is the side I've been exploring more into, the <clears throat> money, I know the world you live in, because you probably wouldn't use hard money anymore, right? Well, I don't necessarily say I won't use it. It all depends on my availability of cash. If I've got a whole bunch of projects going on, obviously, I try to consider it. I live by the Damon Dash mantra, so to speak. Uh, he calls it being a boss, but I call it being an owner. Like the owners, we put out cash. I'm at the position in my life where I'm like, I want to put money into deals. I don't want to be 100% leverage on, on all of my deals because it trains me to continually use my cash as opposed to everybody talking about no cash, no credit. You know, I don't necessarily believe that's good all the time. Right, right. You want to do what the deal presents to you versus just coming in. How can I get in with no money? Or how can I do this? There you go. I see a lot of people trying to do stuff for free all the time. I'm like, free not may not be the answer all the time. You mm -hmm. might put a little skin in the game. Maybe you'll perform better when you got something to lose. You know, you'll mm -hmm. step up to the plate. People don't respect free all the time. That's right. Good point, Chris. Good so point. when it comes to the private money, what's some benefits or something that's that's better in your opinion when it comes to private money? What makes that better? If it is better. Well, it depends. You know, I, I can't say that it's always the best way. Let me tell you when not to use it. This is not a one size fits all of my woke peeps. Not a one size fits all. If you are starting out <clears throat> and you don't know what the hell you're doing, please do not mess up ma and pa's money. The people we're borrowing money from are ma and pa. So if you don't know what the hell you're doing, you better be using private money. I mean, using hard money. Hard money to keep you on track because they kind of I know some hard money lenders will actually hold your hand, walk you through the deal, help you with renovations. You know, they do all this stuff to try to make sure because they want to return on their investment as well. But uh, would a private money do something like that? Or have you seen something like that in your experience where a private money lender would actually go into the deal and hold your hand the way that a hard money person would? Oh, no. Oh, a thousand times. No, as my music theory teacher used to say in college. Uh-uh. A hard money. The good thing about a hard money lender is they're going to offer you something called a second eyes opinion. A second eyes opinion. When I was at Home Investors, we were turning out, turn in our deals, and they would come out and take a look at the whole deal, make sure the numbers work, the construction repairs are good, you don't have any foundation issues, the neighborhood is good, all the numbers work. Private lenders are doing nothing but writing a check, believing in you, and then getting a bigger check at the end of the deal. That's it. Mm, but it's important that part about you say believing in you. They got to believe in you um, to really want to give you that money. That's right. That's so right, do you man. think it's uh, more about how you present yourself to a potential private money lender oh, or is it more about building relationships? I should both. I mean, good gracious. It's, so, it's both. You know, I don't just come to people and be like, would you mind investing with me, please? Well, you know, I got these. I'm looking to buy some houses and all I need is the money. Would you mind? Uh-uh. We don't come in that. It's all about your posture. We present what we're doing and we move on. We are offering you a service. And to be frankly, they need us, not necessarily, necessarily need us. They benefit from us more than we do, to be frank, because they have capital that is sitting by the sidelines getting a low rate of return. And you really can't understand this concept until you get some capital. Hence the word capitalism. 
you don't understand uh, how you got like for me i've got i got money sitting on the sidelines right now that is not being work i have it in my ira my self-directed ira so i don't have to get it working in different different ways but when you have money sitting then you understand listen i need to get this money working but if you broke it's kind of hard to understand the posture when i go to somebody to borrow money from them i'm like listen we're doing you a favor bringing you in on one of our deals mm. and so so it's very important like you said that posture you don't go in like you're begging please give me some money it's more about i have an opportunity that you may want to be a part of and then they say well what is it about and then you can kind of pitch them your deal so you know. um, when it comes to something like that, is uh, is it certain any magic words you would use to try to pitch a deal to, to a potential private money lender? Oh, yeah. You know you got the magic words, dog. What did um, Jay Moss said? I mean, not Jay Moss. Jay Connor says, got to sprinkle some magic, just like you said. Wow, millionaires, you richer guys talk alike. <laughs> you got some magic, Chris. Guys, Yeah, do you know anybody? I always say, listen, do you know anybody that's interested in getting a high rate of return? On some of my real estate deals, basically because they kind of uh, my community knows what I'm doing. Do you know anybody? I never asked them. Do you want to work with me in some real estate contracts, or I'm not contract or some real estate deals? I always ask. Do you know anybody that's looking to get a high rate of return back by uh, in some of my real estate projects? I kind of open it up like that. See what they say. Mm -hmm. So, do you know anybody instead of just going straight one on one? It's third party. Would you happen to know anybody that may want to get a high rate of return on their? money that's just sitting in a bank account getting less than one percent losing money in fact when you count in inflation yeah. so um, yeah that, that, we never asked them directly you don't want to do i used to do that it, it was so uncomfortable good god like do you know anybody now it's like do you know anybody and they can do one or two things or three things i don't know nobody mm -hmm. one means you broke or and you hang around broke people two <laughs> <coughs> Two, they're gonna they can recommend someone, or three, they can opt themselves in. Well, shoot. oh shoot. Well, I know how about me? What about me? So let them as opposed. So you don't you know everybody hates rejection. You never get rejected like that. Mm. So people that got money talk a little different. Because I run into that when I'm talking to these potential tenant buyers and they're asking, you know, I'm asking how much they have down. Their language is different. Like a broke person, like, well, how much you really need down? And what you want? what you got they definitely nodded and like eh, you sound like you ain't got no money man people with money don't talk like that whole mm, different line of conversation isn't it definitely you definitely got to have a different talk and for people that are watching live on the stream here make sure you give this video a thumbs up if you have any questions about any of this stuff we're talking about put it in the comments and we'll definitely uh try to get to it throughout the stream here because we want to make sure we're providing a good value and a good service to the community with my brother chris haskins Yes, sir. Uh -huh. Yes, sir. How long have you been doing uh, real estate, Chris? Uh, I got started in 2004. Got a mentor in 2005-ish. Lonnie Scruggs, my boy, RIP. What up, Lonnie? Went to lunch with him. I don't know how many times. I never was able to pay. He always paid, but then we went to Shoney's. He used to eat at a diner called the Silver Diner. He said, Chris, let me tell you one thing. Two things he was, I remember. He was like, it should be a Roth. Shelf to break the Roth IRA should be illegal. i never forget that. That's what made me open mind. Rich white man tells you something should be legal. You need to think about it. Second thing, it was like your money can always work harder than you can. So those were two things that just stuck out my mind. Wow. So if a rich white man tell you that, you know, it's serious. <laughs> it should be illegal. This can't be legal. Is this legal? I guess it is. I'm signing me up. I would Basically. do the same thing. So Basically. what is a, a Roth RA for people who may not even understand what that is? Well, that's going to be at the end of my presentation, actually, uh, Chris. I got my perspectives I wanted to. You were asking me about uh, relationships, 
and the presentation, uh, the way you present it is just, it's just paramount. You got to have, you can't come to somebody and use, use, use words. Now, I know the creator of the universe created the universe with words, but we want our words on paper too, so people can see it, just like the good book. There would be no religion if it wasn't for words on paper. It's so powerful. Mm, that's right. That makes it last forever throughout the end of time. It just stays with, you know, we can't get literature. Right. So that's cool. That's cool. Let's see here. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into my pro uh, we'll get into the self-directed Roth IRA at the end. It's just, I mean, this is a simple thing, but that's a, it's, that's part of the draw for becoming a private lender. Right, right. So what if a what if a person wants to become a private lender? They have this money that you're talking about sitting in a bank, sitting in the IRA, doing nothing with it. Do they uh have you ever seen them actually approach real estate investors like, hey, I got this money. Do you can you help me work it or help me invest my money? Mm -hmm. All the time. Yep. As a matter of fact, I had a lady a few weeks ago give me a call and she had $55,000 and it was in her self-directed Roth IRA. And she asked me, did I want to get it working? And I was like, okay, here's the thing. man. when you, when you, I call it magnetizing yourself, when you're magnetic, magnetic to attracting people with money, it's almost like the whole universe opens up for you. I don't know what it is. It's, it all starts here though. It starts right here. I remember before when I started, I'm like, I got a lender to loan me 80% of bank, right? How am I going to get this other 20? It just took me years and years and years to figure out how to locate this other 20%. And it's with private money. Mm, well, that sounds like a nice little swivel there. So you're going to take 80% yeah. that the loan going to get, that the bank's going to give you, regular old mm -hmm. bank, yep. take that 20% on a second from private money. There you money. go. There you go. Well, mm -hmm. now for me, I'm going to tell you, I'm at the stage and I'll share with you, I consider myself a little seasoned. Like I've got a bunch of real estate paid off. So all I do is say, listen, I need a hundred thousand. I just put up one of my rentals, boom, boom, boom. I don't even have to put up the current project that I'm doing. I mean, that's that's free and clear because I got rental properties that I could that I can just put a loan on, boom, 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 boom. I put the security on. You gotta understand how real estate works though, in order for in order to do that. But if you've got houses free and clear, you can just put a loan on real quick, take the loan off, and you can use that money for whatever you want. It's mm. really cool. So use that that free equity just as sitting and use that as leverage. Oh, man. When you start doing that, you're talking about the. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, just the, the right way to do it, the right way to do it. Mm, so always leverage where you can. That makes sense. That makes sense. Leverage. So um, so you said you do have a presentation here. Um, let me see here. What do we got here? Well, I just wanted to share with you. And, you know, it's Cyber Monday. I'm going to give your people some serious goodies. I'm gonna give them something they have to take advantage of today, brother Chris. I know I didn't tell you, but I sent you a link for them too. Did you get put it in the video description for them? Yes, yes, it's in the description under today's special. Gotcha. We'll come right there. So, um, what is something that, like, I guess you could say, a combat kit that people may need when they want to get into this private money? What's some of the tools in their toolbox that they would want to have to arm themselves so they can be successful? I love it. You're the first thing. Well, the very first thing you got to have is a is something called a prospectus. A prospectus. You got to have a prospectus. Let me see if I can pull up. <clears throat> As I was preparing, I didn't get the definition of a prospectus. So let me get that for us. It, they use it in the financial terms. <sighs> Finance. Let me get it for you. You got to have a prospectus. I remember when I first learned about it, uh, what what a prospectus was. Let me do this. I just read wiki. A perspective is is a prospectus is a disclosure document that describes a financial security for potential buyers. In our case, it's going to be for potential investors. 
Mm. So it just basically summarizes everything in plain English. Does it have pictures and things or does it talk about specific projects or is it more like just an overview? This is how our program works. Would you like to be a part of it? All of that, Chris, specific projects, overview, how we do business, who we do business with, the title company, the brokers we deal with, past projects, referrals, all that stuff. And the good thing about it is, yeah, to me, said prospectus. Sorry about that, prospectus. The good thing about it is you can plug and play. The one that I've created, it was kind of like I did it in a PowerPoint presentation. So you can take my information off, put yours in, boom, sit down in front of your lender. You don't want to sit down in front of people and just talk. I'm just like, I don't have time to just talk. I want to see something in writing. Yeah, because they know you're real then. When you put it in writing, they know you're serious. They yeah. know you're a professional. It gives you a level of professionalism. That's right. Because right. I promise you, the people that are next door, they're doing it, they, they, they aren't going to have it. Mm. So this is something that can give you a competitive advantage in your market. Oh, I didn't think about it that way. Absolutely. Because most so people, they're just begging for money. What, what do most people normally do that are trying to get into private money? Some of the mistakes they make. Well, what I used to do is I used to drive all my lenders to the houses. I'd be like, you want to meet me here? Meet me here? Meet me here? Come take a look at my... Now I got the internet. I'm like, just go look at the channel. I don't even... I don't, you know, I don't even <laughs> We're so busy. <laughs> I'm so busy now. I mean, now, now it's like your digital footprint can work a million times harder than you can, as you know. So I'm like, look, if you don't know, man, just go look at that for five minutes and just give me a call. Mm. And so, for people that are new, Chris, you know, they don't even have nowadays. I recommend newbies go to a project, a construction project like me and just take a video if you're there. That way you got some cred instant credibility. Mm, what do you mean? Take a video of like just the work that's being done or what do you mean? You could say, hey, guys, this is Chris Haskins, Chris Monroe. We're here at another project. You don't have to necessarily be misleading, but you are at a project. Yeah. I remember Ronald, Ronald Grant said, it is our right and duty to embellish whenever we can. Oh, fire. So you be studying them giants. All right. Yep. Walk through the house. I'm at a real estate project. We're doing a wall right here. Blah, blah, blah. They've got to put the roof going on. Hey, if you're interested in investing or getting a high rate of return or investing in some of my projects, Give me a call or drop your information right there. It doesn't have to necessarily be your house, but you can kind of say, Chris, you might want to re-announce what's going on for people that are just joining us too. I see somebody popping in. So we need this for what? Glad you asked, Miss Corey Nicole. <laughs> Shout out to you in the DC, Maryland area. So what we need this for is, you know, say people are out here wholesaling. They're always, you know, everybody want to get in the game, right? They want to wholesale. And uh, it comes a point in your life that you decide, you know what? I'm tired of giving away all these deals because that's what you're doing when you're wholesaling. You're giving away money. You're like, I want to take this thing down myself. I got a little bit of money, but I may not have enough to take this deal down. When you use private money, you actually have the financial backing to actually close on a deal yourself, take the deal down, hold it as a rental, fix and flip, any of the other exit strategies, Airbnb, all these other exit strategies that you can use to get into it. Does that summarize it? Do you think that's good, Chris? Yeah, you're right, though. The sky's the limit with, with private money. And the good thing about it is if stuff goes wrong, you can always renegotiate the terms. How many times have I had? A, just imagine if you got a private lender, right? And you agreed to pay him 5000 But the deal went bad and you come up to me and say, you know what? I know I owe you five, but would you take four? They're not going to be. They're going to be like, you know what? Let's just keep moving. Keep moving, you know? Not going to happen with a bank. <clears throat> not going to happen. And I'm getting ready to do that in about a year from now myself. I'm ready to renegotiate a house I got that didn't have a loan on it. It's free and clear. So I'm going to go back. I already know I'm going to try to do the deal, deal after, after the deal. deal. 
Yep, the deal after the deal where I renegotiate and say, you know what? I know I owe you this much. Would you take this much as a payoff in full and clear it out? And this guy gonna say, heck yeah. And I'm gonna say, hurry up and get him some money. So this is private money line. Good for you, good for you. Even though I got a really good deal on it, 0% interest. And oh, and Jesus. So it's kind of hard to beat that, but. It is, it is. Let's say you have an adjustable rate mortgage or something on a house that you've taken subject to or some other creative way. You want to get out of that thing. Private money is a way to exit up out of there and use somebody else's money to do. That's right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Glad I could help you out. Uh, Corey, Nicole, got it. Thanks. So private money is better than the bank's money, uh, in my opinion, you know, because the bank, they want to go through poor W-2s, poor, uh, you know, tax record, 1099s, all this stuff. Check your bank statements. What are the stuff? The, what type of things are these private money lenders looking for? They're just looking at you as a person or more about what you're talking about in this prospectus thing? Well, the perspective is paramount, but yeah, you got to amaze your posture. You can't go in there begging. You know, you got to go in there when you talk to people like, listen, this is what we do. My name is X. I've been doing this since Y. Here are some past projects. These are other people that we have paid. Here's some referrals that you can call people that have made money with us. And this is what we're doing right now. You know, so when you make it, when you make it real clear like that, as opposed to, would you want to put the money in on one of my deals? It's just about your posture. Like, I just don't even care if I get the money or not. You know, no deal right now at this point in my life. I don't need another house. I'm like, we buy houses because we kind of choose to do it. But I just don't. They're, they're, they're all, as, you, as you have learned, no doubt, they're all, all headaches. I haven't found one yet that hasn't. Even the one I live in, I mean, it's a headache. Mm, yeah, I, I would agree with that. It is something. So that's why they got property management services. They got to deal with those headaches. Somebody got to deal sure. with either you or the property manager. Somebody. <laughs> not me because i don't want to be in that game like that because that is a headache so yeah that mm -hmm. makes sense that makes sense so let's see here what do we got here building assets mailbox money that's right that's right that's right when you're just wholesaling and doing these deals that's cool to make some money but uh you can't get rich doing that from my from what i've seen wealthy you can you can, you can, you can, you can probably get a, you could make a few dollars but i have never yet seen a wholesaler that's completely wealthy let me ask you Chris. you do a lot more wholesaling than me i don't know yeah, I mean, it's cool, but I want to keep the deal. I don't want to keep working. I'm trying to retire like next year or something. You know, I'm already semi-retired and been semi-retired for a little while now, but I want to be all the way retired where I could choose to do things. I could just travel around and do things and talk to people and, you know, talk real estate because this is not work to me. You know, it doesn't yeah. feel like work. It's not. Because I know those people putting out posts on uh, Facebook and on social media. I've been dreaming real estate. Anybody else dreaming real estate? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they dreaming this stuff. So I was like, golly, how do they do that? It is weird how you can live a dream. You know, I've been doing people. I meet people around the country, too. I'm like, they are so gung-ho and excited. I love it. Even you, you're excited about real estate. I feel like I hate to say it, but I feel like I'm with Ronald Grant. I'm like, I'm just grumpy. Mm. I mean, these houses are just, I've seen a million of them, dude. It's so yeah. many, Chris. They all look the same. And I'm, I'm one of those people that's not in the rush. Let's go see the house. I don't care what the house looks like. For real. I mean, what's the house? numbers? I mean, it's a house. It got a roof. Wait, go ahead. Go ahead. Drop it down. I promise it's got a room full of walls and a floor. And a few a windows. <laughs> So, exactly. They all just houses. So it's like, you know, like, I want to go see the house. I want to see what the house looks like. I mean, and that's a bad thing because actually I'm working with uh, somebody here in my market that's working with an investor from out of town. 
and they're trying to buy a house here in St. Louis because, you know, we got a lot of nice deals on the market or off market deals. Okay. And uh, they're like going into being a real estate investor. And the problem is that I'm seeing they're like, oh, I want to go see houses. And I'm like, they don't need to be looking at a bunch of houses. They need to look at those numbers. The numbers make sense. Then go look at the house. You, you know, maybe my maybe my mindset is just different. I don't want to see a bunch of houses. No, you're right, Chris. Well, unless you're starting out, I think you need to taste what a house feels like. But if you're not, I mean, if you're just starting out, I think you should just go look and feel and touch. But for the most part, it's a waste of time. Bricks, window, concrete, and whatever else they made out of the house. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I say get them numbers right and try to make some cheddar to make it better. So this... um. <laughs> So this prospectus, is this uh, something that's like multiple documents or is it like a, you said it's a presentation like a, a, a PowerPoint or something like that? Yeah, PowerPoint, I think it's 26 pages. Uh, <clears throat> 26 pages, it's got the whole overview. I mean, yeah, I can bring it on, you can bring me on and then I'm gonna offer you like a bonus if you want. I'll give you my deed of trust and my promissory note. Those are the two documents that are just Crucial. You got to have these two docs. Without a promissory note, you're not going to be able to explain and outline the terms of the agreement. And then you got to have the deed of trust is what gets recorded down at the courthouse to attach that lien against the property just in case you move on to the afterlife or get taken out of the equation. Mm, so we got to have everything documented so we don't find ourselves in somebody's probate court or some old mess. That's right. That's right. So they could take the house back if you if you don't perform, and if the you know if you if something happens to you, if you get taken out, so the 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 private lender will actually be able to foreclose on the property. So the private lender very rarely can lose. It's which way they they win first. They win if, if you pay them off. If you don't pay them off, they take the house and they win because you're buying it below market value. So it's it's a win win for them. Right, right. So they can't lose. So do you feel like it's our responsibility as the investor to be uh, to make sure they have a good, solid deal that's not, you know, crazy, over leveraged or anything stupid? Uh, a private lender, you wouldn't want to, like, get a house 90 percent to value or something like that. Or what do you feel like as far as a good number? If you say you have a free and clear house that you that you want to buy and uh, you want to use private money, what kind of threshold do you look at to have as far as loan to value or, you know, debt to value? Yeah, that's a page in the prospectus as well. 70% is going to be the max. And even I don't, I don't even like to go above 65%. So now I've got a new construction that's worth 290. I think we're in it for 210. And I got another flip. We're in it for like 190 and it's worth 279. I mean, yeah, I like to keep people extremely, extremely low. What do we call it? Hedged. I consider myself and us, investors, us. I consider us nothing but hedge fund managers, right? You're hedging against the market that you can sell it for. So the lower, the, the least amount that you owe that lender will hedge against you screwing up, right? Because I'm just not that good. I tell people all the time, Chris, I'm not that good. I cannot borrow more than what I need to be borrowing because if I make a mistake, people think that five, 10, 15,000 is equity. It just ain't no equity. I've seen, dude, I've seen $20,000 disappear from a deal like i mean just overnight you know so you need to be extremely extremely lower leveraged on these houses yeah so so that's a good point there so when you have a house with just 15 to twenty thousand dollars in equity you just plan with fire huh that's Take right that, oh yeah that's equity in this house and i'm like no not really that's right not really thanks for that uh offering there terrell oh, man. thank you for two dollars two bucks we are working i might We're have to with you, chris a dollar each no. i feel like i gotta pull out my 
pull out my G strap. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna tuck it away? Uh oh. A whole two dollars make them holler. Thank you for that super chat, Terrell. Appreciate you, Chris. Oh yeah, I can bring my perspectives only. I was gonna show it to you, Chris, if you want. I'm gonna do a quick down it if you want to see some of it. One guy showed all, but it's up to you, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's show. Let's show them what it looked like. Whenever you're ready. One guy. I mean, whenever we can keep going, or I can show you some of that. It don't matter. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, like I said, if anybody have any questions about any of this stuff we're talking about, we're talking too fast or over your head. Like, what is this private money? What is this money stuff? This is a way to get capital to actually close on real estate deals that you find while you're doing wholesaling. You may cherry pick and say, you know what? I think I like this house for myself because I've come across deals where I just couldn't get them. You know, I've closed about uh, 18 wholesale deals already in my 15 month career in wholesaling, if you want to call wow. it. Wow. Even though wow. it's not a career, it's just real estate transactions. Amazing. We got, we got two more supposed to be closing this week. And so, you know, deals, you know, they come and go. But sometimes you want to take them down for yourself. You don't want to just give it away to some person on the end. You're like, I want to take this for myself in this beautiful area. House needs little or no repairs or whatever the issue is. May just have bad debt on it. Because sometimes I come across deals, they only have bad debt. Nothing wrong with the house. Mm -hmm. So we can get them out that bad debt, get them out of save their foreclosure. Uh, so would you would you think that would be a good thing when you're coming across pre foreclosures? Would this help people out with that, Chris? Well, when you're doing subject two, you can always borrow some of the money to, to, to bring the loan current and do some of the repairs. You can always put a second on it, but you want to pay them off. You know, I wouldn't borrow it, but for so long. <clears throat> but Chris, you're talking about wholesaling, man. I promise you, as you get as you mature and matriculate, you're gonna be. Up at night thinking about all the deals you wholesaled off as I was. As I got, I remember being in the business for like 10 years. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? You cannot win the game. Sell. You can't win Monopoly selling the assets. It just doesn't work like that. Exactly. You got to keep some of those houses in your own house, in your wheelhouse. Keep it. So that makes sense. So, doesn't work like that. Yes, I definitely know it's at least let me see out of those deals, two, maybe even three deals. I know I wanted to keep for myself, but I didn't have the way to do it. The means were not there. So uh, as you prepare that presentation, that'll be good there so people can see. So uh, people that are watching, give this video a thumbs up, share it out if you care it out. And uh, also, let me do a quick uh, reminder. Next week, I'm going to be on with David Randolph talking about short sales next Monday night at seven o'clock central time. The nice. week after that, December 16th, I'll be on with Loopy G. We're going to be on with him. He's an up and coming. Uh, He's been wholesaling a lot of deals, too. He just started out. He's been spitting fire out of Texas. We're going to bring him on uh, the next Monday after that. But tonight, like I said, we got big bro Chris Haskins about to drop some on us. Let's see what we got here. Yeah, so um, let's see. How do we do this? Let's do it. Boom. That's it. The woke family. So what the main thing you need, woke family, and you got to stay to the end if you want to get the goods. I got some Cyber Monday goods going up at the end of this video with Chris. Chris and I would call me earlier today to see what maximum value could we offer you. And frankly, everybody's talking about wholesaling. I just don't want to, I want to let you guys, y'all can handle that. I don't even need to teach that. It's, it's enough information, but if you want to learn how to buy the asset, because in my opinion, wholesaling, it's great. It's great, but you're not necessarily, it's just my opinion. You're not necessarily in the real estate business until you know how to buy an asset. Hmm. Might even add to that. Buy and the exit strategy to get rid of it if you want to get rid of it later. That's right. Buy it and get rid of it. Those are that bad boy because there's always two sides to the transaction. And That's right. It's on one little slip. That's right. Buy, well, buy and hold. But 
when you're wholesaling, you're just shuffling paper. You know, you never actually have to get financing. You never learn how to close. You never get inspections. You never understand what does it take to actually take this property down. You know, so. Mm. And we always do what when we take it down? Close it in a trust, right? Oh man, yeah, yeah, absolutely, always. Okay, okay. So what we got here? What is private mortgage lending? Hmm. There you go. So this is um, Woke Family. I'm going to show you a few pieces of my private lending prospectus. And at the end, I'm going to offer you guys a smoking hot deal that's just going to be, you got to take advantage of it if you would like to invest in yourself. This is what changed the game for me and allowed me to borrow money from several people. And now we've got just hundreds of thousands of dollars that we can, I mean, just at, at my fingertips. And I, I feel funny saying this. I cannot believe that I am the person that can literally pick the phone up and get a hundred to three hundred thousand dollars from people that believe in what I'm doing based on presentation that I've showed them and my track record. It's truly cool. Yeah. So that's a good thing. You want to keep a good name out here in these streets because, you know, it could take you 20 years to build up a good reputation and lose it all. Mm -hmm. that. So keep your nose clean out here when you agree. That's right. That's right. Take care of people. You know, it doesn't take much to take care of people. All you need is honesty, integrity, and empathy, compassion, and you're really You'll go far. You'll go far. Okay. So your private lending perspectives, uh, what is it? 26 pages here starts off. You, you're you going to put this in a binder. So when you download it, if you want, matter of fact, if you want to go ahead and download, I guess we give it, if they want to download it now, they can. You got the link, Chris, in the video description. You can go along with us. But you go take this to Office Max and just print it out, put it right in, in a binder and share it with your potential lender when you meet with them. Yeah, let me ask you this too, Chris. Have you ever um, sent this to somebody digitally, like made it all formatted up and just like emailed it to them? Or do you always say to send it to them, print it out on paper? No, both. Either way. I guess it's, it's kind of like if they're local, I like to kind of meet them if I can. But over the last, I would say the last three or four lenders have all been out of state from me. I mean, New Mexico, Richmond, New York, Jersey. So I'll just email it to them. Wait. So we can go, we can do just like this. I'll bring it up and we can talk back and forth like that. It's really cool. So, so this is a, the cover page, I would guess. Absolutely. So the, the, uh, yeah, what, what do we offer? I know your time is valuable. We offer a high rate of return. And what is private mortgage lending? And you got to offer a WIFM. I'm sure Chris is a master at WIFM being an entrepreneur. That's right. What's in it for me? That's what people want to know. You dead on right. You're irrelevant. Well, Miss Smith, I like to always use Miss Smith. This is what we use when we're talking to them. We offer a safe alternative to the stock market, bank CDs, annuities, and mutual funds. To be frank, I don't know anything about this stuff. I've never actually, I've done CDs <laughs> and I've always, I've lost plenty of money in the stock market. How about you, Chris? Oh, uh, no, I don't mess with none of them. I lost some money in that thing called Bitcoin. Well, I really lose it. It's still sitting, but you know, we wait for it to go back up. But when it was up with that craze, I fell into that rabbit hole of, let's go buy some Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, let's go on and get it, man. We're going to get rich in Bitcoin. Man, that stuff's a trap, man. Get you some real estate. <laughs> Chris, the, it's, it's Bitcoin. It, is, it still falls under the umbrella of a stock, though, right? I mean, it's kind of like a start, a stop, but it's uh, unregulated. See, stock mm. and all that stuff is regulated and they can tinker with it and change stuff or they can cut it off. Bitcoin is the wild, wild west and all cryptocurrency for that matter. It's the wild, wild west. Anything is possible. And, uh, you know, you could lose a lot of money. And you can make a lot of money. I've seen some people make three or four hundred thousand dollars in that craze while I was going up. Now, what they did with that money, I don't know. I try to tell them, man, put some of that money off the 
cryptocurrency and put it in something real into some mm -hmm. foreign assets into some real estate but nope they want to keep buying these different things get litecoin get bitcoin get all oh, these crazy that's cool uh today's agenda miss smith we're going to talk to you about our private investor program oh yeah, there yeah. you go uh our background and success record and our company overview miss smith let's talk about how the bank makes money is that okay how does your bank make money today well i'll tell you because my banker told me they take in huge sums of money from people like you on CD. Let me zoom in a little bit. Oh, you can see it. Uh, they pay you the the well, I guess the customer one to three percent per year. They then loan the money out at a higher rate of interest to other people to buy houses, which is me. So, Miss Smith, I'm really going to get the money anyway, right? And the bank's favorite loan is to, is always what real estate. Mm. The bank's favorite loan is what, Chris? Yeah, real estate. They, the banks are heavily invested in real estate. That's why they got the biggest building in your city, wherever you live at. They got the best buildings, the best everything. The best, uh, the best fixtures, the best flooring, the best lights, the best plumbing. I mean, the doors. Their coffee is always fresh, right? Don't get me started, man. <laughs> we pay it for it, right? Miss Smith, my proposal to you. Let's cut out the middleman. You see, what the problem is the bank, the, the lender will, the bank will pay you 1%. But what he says is he lends out to Chris at 7%. So he's making money on your money. Let's go ahead and cut out the middleman. Would that be okay? Yeah. So over you, we buy and sell discounted real estate, single family homes. To do that, we rather borrow money directly from private individuals and we pay you 6 8%. How our system works, we locate properties to purchase. At well below market value, we borrow the money from you, and we have a form of closing. The availability of cash allows us to buy at a huge discount. How our program works, Ms. Smith. Well, <clears throat> you are the private lender. You mail the funds directly to the title, title company. We never take funds directly. I never touch the money, Chris. So it's not like I'm, it's not like the lender or our investor is giving me the money. I don't want mm. it. I don't want it. I don't want that burden. That's important. And, and I even do the same thing with these uh, rent to own deals. I never take money straight from people. We close through the attorney. You pay the money there. So it's never like you just did some slick stuff over a kitchen table. Sign right here. Smart. Don't read it. Just hurry up and sign. You know, we don't Smart. do that slick stuff. Smart. Smart, man. Yeah. You don't want to take the money. We never take it directly. So you, bring, uh, you wire the money to closing. You get three documents securing your investment. The deed of trust. I talked about that before. That is going to be what gives you the lien. It's recorded. The deed of trust is recorded or the all-inclusive trust deed is recorded at the courthouse. The second document you get is the promissory note, which explains the terms, 7%, 12 months. Uh, well, you got the APR, the foreclosure proceedings, late fees, what have you. And then you have insurance. We add them to the insurance just in case it burns down. You are the bank. Next thing we do is purchase the house. We complete a remodel. We do a complete remodel, new kitchen, bath windows, or as you know now, Chris, we're doing, we'll just do new construction. We'll tear it down. You receive 6 to 8% interest payments when the property sells, interest only. So the interest is accruing. We call these no payment loans, Chris. I didn't know what the hell that was. Oh, it's wow. a no payment loan. So wait a minute. You're telling me you can borrow some money, make no payments on it, and just do a lump sum payment later on when you finish fixing it up and stuff? Oh my oh and Jesus, that's what you're talking about the right way. The right way to do this business. Mm, 
a loan with no payments. So mm-hmm. what kind of time frame do this does this normally do? Or is this something that's completely negotiable between you and this private money lender? Oh man, everything's negotiable. We typically do 12 months on our on our renovation loans. But it's negotiable. It's not like they want the money back. So I have yet to have one. I think I've had one go over, a few go over 12 months in my career. But you make a payment and everybody's happy. Mm, okay. So that, that's what we want. People being happy. Yep. So I'll cut down here. We guarantee you 68% simple interest as long as we own the property. And here's a comparison. If you got $50,000 at 8%, that's $4,000 a year. And this is APR, Chris, annual percentage rate. That is going to be the amount of interest that we pay out for the whole year. And we're going to break it down because some people understand monthly 8% is $338. Okay. That's a difference of uh, $1,500 on, on this CD. And this is a high. 3% is a ridiculously high large, the high uh, percentage rate for a CD in today's climate. I was going to say, they don't even give you that now. They give you like uh, uh, one and a half or one yeah. seven five or half of that. Well, I put, I put the 3% in. That's if you hold the money for 24 months, which you might not be able to see it. Mm-hmm. So here's an example. Here's the magic right here. So what you can do, this screen I made here, you can put the property in. This is just one we did. Flipping property example. Put the picture of the house in. This is one we did. Uh, I don't know. For, it's a foreclosure we bought. Now, the purchase price was 65 repairs to 25 Now, this person loaned me 50 and we gave them 7%. And once again, I like to say 12 months is the, generally speaking, 12 months is the, is the turn. You can always pay it off earlier. That's 291 a month or on a six-month average, that 50000 would make uh, $1,750. Mm, so they make seventeen hundred bucks, way more than they would have made if it oh, was man. in the bank. In the bank, instead of making that seventeen fifty, they might have made what, like twenty dollars? Thirty, maybe a hundred. I don't even know, man. It can't be <laughs> much. It can't be much. <laughs> yeah, it can't be much. So this is just an example. You can, and I've got uh, the prospectus has several in here to choose from. You can just plug in your numbers here. Here's another lender that owed us, uh, loaned us fifteen thousand. And this one's my longest 25. Those are just different different examples. And of course, Ms. Ms. Smith, you want to know what happens if I die, right? Our business is structured to uh, sell properties. We have a broker. Here's our broker. We've got her phone number right there. You just plug in your phone, your broker's phone number. Our LLC will sell the property. Here's our title company. They're already set up to initiate a sale if, if, need, if something happens to me. And that's just more overview overview of our company. You put your company information in there. So this stuff here just kind of gives them a level of security to let them know that you have a team in place, you're serious about your business, and you're going to do everything you say you're going to do. That's right. That's right. And the good thing about it, I love it when I got other people that know what's going on, not just me, because I'm like, listen, let them take care of that stuff. Uh, Why don't people trust us, Miss Smith? Why do they trust us? We have a system. We have a system. We use the system every time. We have a track record, Miss Smith. As you can see, just before and after. I used to, this is, I mean, good God, I can't use the same color. What happened was I used to use the same colors, Chris, for the first 10 years of my career. Mm-hmm. But then I started doing whole neighborhoods. I would do one, two, three, four, five houses in a neighborhood, and every house was the same. Mm-hmm. So I had to start using different colors. But this is like before I started using a lot of different colors. But we usually use yellow siding, red shutters. Mm. modern design on each house. So you can use, the good thing about these pictures is when you 
being the investor, if you if you need the perspectives, you can use this for examples. And if you if you haven't done a house, you can always say this is what I will do. Or this is what what has been done. You don't have to necessarily say you did it. You can see yellow siding, red shutters. I mean, I, don't, I cannot count how many houses I've done. But <laughs> now, go ahead, Chris. So, so you don't. So how many houses have you think you have? Uh, how many transactions do you think you've done over your uh, what is it, fifteen-year career? If you were to guesstimate, I don't even. I couldn't even. Nah, I'm not in the thousands. Several hundred, man. I mean, I, I, I got off that volume thing. I do, I do subscribe to volume, but I'm thinking now, man. I'm on quality. I'm on, I'm on houses like the houses that I have. I want them to be close to town centers, you know. So you became a picky buyer. Don't tell me you're a picky buyer now, Chris. Well, kind of, sort of. You know, I just, I'm not in love. I love real estate, but I'm not, I don't like it. Like, um, like you have the fire and the passion for real estate. I mean, I just, it's just another business, you know, you just, you, it's like going to work. It's going to work. I mean, I have a fire passion for entrepreneurship more so. That's true. It's this new thing to me. I mean, I just started. It's new. As you know, it's new. It's <laughs> new shiny true. objects. It's like, oh, wow. And there's so many moving parts with this thing that I've been learning as I look and deal with it. You know, you find out, oh, wow, you can take houses over subject to existing financing. You can create notes that aren't there. Just create a deal out of thin air. Just whatever you want, create it. Create it. And then you can also, uh, you know, sell the note itself or people are buying notes and selling notes and trading and i'm like man you can do so much stuff in real estate this thing never ends and that's why it's such a good thing i think it is it is it, and you can hold your wealth and i mean if you, if you learn how to chop it up and move debt around man it's truly cool it's cool always on yourself i hear people saying it i'm like damn that's, yeah, that's true that's true I, I kind of loop <laughs> you can play this game but you got to learn the game most people don't want to take that time to learn the game and say how do i do this Get with some mentors, get with some coaches, get with some people who can actually teach them this stuff. They want to just say, oh, I'm just going to hope I figure it out by myself. And I'm like, it's people like you out here that's got experience. They can go right there, talk to you and see, you know, or talk to somebody that's experienced and learn the game. Wouldn't that make better sense? That's right. That's right, Chris. That's crazy. Because you even said it yourself. Your first year you did. And then the next year is when you got that mentor, or Mr. Scrubs, right? That's what changed everything, right? Yep, I'm thinking, you know, only the only thing I understood when I first started business was buy low, sell high. Buy something ugly, fix it up, sell it. I mean, every, right? Is that what you thought? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, and that's the thing. I came from that world. I still in that world now. I'm from the resale world of buying stuff low, selling it high. I bought over 300 storage lockers in life. I don't know if you know, like storage wars when they open up the thing and you just look in. With yeah. Them. Yeah, I bought a lot of those lockers. So I learned how to sell just about everything. So when it was like talking about real estate, all we're doing is selling some paper. Oh, man, I know I can do that. I mean, I'm selling TVs and furniture and living room sets, bedroom sets, all this other junk. But all I got to do is some paperwork with some real estate. Sign me up. <laughs> you too much, man. You too. All right. We have 50 minutes. Where we at? We want to keep um, This is the last. Let me give you the last slide. slide and I'm done. So this is once you get done with your own the 25 slides, what makes our company unique? And as I'm getting older, Chris, words are powerful. Integrity, honesty, experience, ethics, teamwork, skill. I'm telling you, man, those words, I look for that stuff when I'm doing business with people. They have real meaning for me now that I'm older. I'm like, where's your integrity? I didn't even know what integrity meant years ago, right? Mm-hmm. What's your integrity? They represent what we stand for in our community and how we want to treat all that are involved. 
So as you're getting done with your presentation, what questions do you have for me, Ms. Smith? They're going to ask you a bunch of questions. And have I explained everything in detail? All right, are you ready to get 68%? We're glad you've decided to join our team. And then you just kind of walk them down. Then you show them the, <clears throat> you can show them the deed of trust, but it's all irrelevant. The, real, the next thing is you're going to show them the project, show them the, uh, what, after, they, after they're ready to get down, that's when I show them, uh, oh, I forgot to show you the slide. Oh man, so many slides. We never borrow more than 70% of the value of the loan. Mm. When they get ready to get down, that's when you show them this, what they're going to be making on that deal. You say, look, Miss Smith, you got 50,000. We'll be paying you 70%. This is what you're going to get on this house. Let's go. Go to closing. Free money coming in on their money. That's right. And so basically, um, so in your experience, when you've dealt with, say, a first time private lender and say you go through the project, you do everything you say you're going to do. You buy the house, you fix up the house and you sell the house or whatever you're going to do is your exit strategy. Um, and they get their money back and everything. Are they coming back like, hey, yeah, I want to give you more money. Or what are they usually saying to you? Oh, yeah, they're high. I'm telling you, I never forget, Chris, the first time I got a call from one of my investors. I call them investors. She was pissed. She was pissed. She wants to know, Chris, why aren't you using why aren't you using my money? Her voice was, why aren't you using my money? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh people get hot when they know you got listen, you're paying this percent or seven percent or whatever you agree to pay. What's up? How come you ain't calling me in a few months? Right. They want you to use that money. They see you as serious and you making them money on their money. That's right. Their whole lives working for money. But then when they find out they got a little bit of capital that they can work the money. You know, it's weird, Chris, man. You don't understand how many unsophisticated, how hard it is to find a sophisticated, smart, savvy borrower. Everybody's looking to borrow money. But when can you find somebody like a Chris Monroe or a Chris Birch or a Chris Haskins? That's gonna borrow your money with integrity. They're gonna they're gonna treat your money with the highest level of sophistication. Matter of fact, I treat my lenders' money better than I treat mine. Mm -hmm. And I told myself before I got before I, before I got any money, right? I'm like, if I ever, if God, if you send me some private lenders or some investors that are willing to invest in my operation, I want to treat their money with the utmost integrity. You know, and if you if you subscribe by that philosophy, man, you you can't lose. You just can't. Yeah. Lose. That makes sense. And so that's what I wanted to ask you as well. So when people, like I said, the same scenario, you did a great job with them. Have they brought others to you with even more money than them to say like referrals, refer somebody to you to use their money as well? That's right. So what we do is when we borrow money from them for the first time, when we pay them off, we send them a letter with a gift certificate, you know, to a Outback Steakhouse, $100 or whatever. And it has a list in there of other people and we'll pay them $250 for any other people they refer. Well, not for any of not for just a referral, but if we start doing business with that person. Mm. So yes, you ask for referrals from other lenders. <laughs> yeah, because that makes hey. sense. Because people with money hang with people who got money. I mean, so I do. <laughs> I do. I want to hang with broke people. I got to pay for everything. That's right. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You hanging out with some broke jokers, you're going to be broke too. That is right. That is true, brother. All right, all right. Crazy, Chris. So let's see here. Is that you got something else on this slide here? Or is it more? Or that's, that's it, it bro. Right, that's it. it. A slideshow presentation. So for people that are watching, give this video a thumbs up. If you have any questions, we'll do a little bit of Q and A before we get up out of here and do some more woke stuff. We got. I see somebody had a question here. Leslie Parks. <laughs> Two down. Right there. Boom. What are the credit score requirements, Chris? I love this one. I love it. Uh, 
Leslie, that is such a good question. Because, I mean, don't I got to have this 700 credit score like the bank want me to have? The good thing about private lenders is never have I been asked, what is my credit score? They never want to see my tax returns. They never have asked to see my bank statements. They don't even want an appraisal home inspection. I never even asked that never even been asked to turn in a financial report. Mm. You know, never. They don't want to hear any of that crap. They want to know when do I need to borrow money and when am I going to get paid off? That's what they want. That makes sense. So just because of the power of that prospectus, it already outlined all of that stuff to say, look, this is what we do. This is yeah. what we're about. We're professional. How we, do it. we do business. We're not here to play games. We buy a lot of property. We flip a lot of property. We That's build right. new constructions. We pop the top. I think y'all doing that big up there, doing yeah. all this stuff. So mm -hmm. what you want to get on a winning team? Is that how there you go? That's right, bro. Yeah, we got the overview. You got to, you're nothing without the prospectus. You're just nothing. Well, I wasn't. And for me, it was like it's what opened up my eyes. So um, so uh, with this prospectus, what does it normally go for when you have this on your site and things like that? What do people normally pay for something like this? Typically, a two, I usually charge two ninety seven. I'm giving your people, I think, a hundred bucks off or one hundred fifty bucks off. So we gave them a special code, Chris, um, for just for your family, for your work. And it's Cyber Monday. Got to get you for Cyber Monday. <laughs> I love giving value, man. I, I live to give value. It's like a true entrepreneur learns how to give value to the marketplace. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, you know, the links in the description, everybody, it says today's special. And then there's a link right there. You can check it out. And uh, he gave you a good discount on it. Brother Chris, thank you for giving that discount to the family. We need every discount we can get because, you know, bills ain't getting no cheaper and rent's only going up. So that's why I want to get on the other side of that equation and collect rents. <laughs> so what's it? Did you give my code? What is your code? What's your coupon code on that, Chris? Did you oh yeah. So uh, once you click on there, it should be uh, put in a promo code, a coupon code. Woke, W O K E. Gotcha. For the people that's watching live on Facebook in the Woke Real Estate Investors Group, and we're simultaneously streaming live on the uh, YouTube channel as well. So nice. make sure, uh, like I said, people that's watching this, even if you're watching on a replay, give it a thumbs up and uh, post any questions and comments, and uh, we'll try to get those answered. Let me see if yeah. we have others here. Um, other than and that, also, if you get the uh, yeah, you below the question up around uh, the woke, my woke Chris people. There's a little box there if you want my deed of trust and my promissory note. It's a slight fee for that, but I mean, this is nothing. It's taken me a, years to put this stuff together, guys. You know, and, and for me, I want to be able to share what I've learned, just like Lonnie shared with me, and just shorten that learning curve down to get you out there. That's a few dollars, man. That's Investing right. yourself. Selling paper. That's right. And for those people yeah. watching, Facebook, there's a link in there as well that lets you uh, give permission to use your name and stuff. That's why it shows as a Facebook user versus a uh, regular person because we stream live in a private Facebook. Yeah. Somebody asked, can they write their own note? Can you see that, Chris? Uh, let's see. How about here. Birch? Birch 200. Yeah, I'm getting Chris. I'm too cheap, Birch. I'm too cheap. Here we go. I, a Facebook user, I don't know who it is, but we'll see who it is after. I have a good deal right now. Can I write my own note? But getting financing is my problem. Hmm. I don't understand that one. What do you mean, Chris? I'm thinking, uh, can I write my own note? I mean, you, you're going to write your own contract and your attorney is probably going to prepare that note for you, that promissory note. Yeah. But uh, getting your financing is a problem. That's why we're having this stream to help you find another strategy to get financed. That's right. To come across. 
So that, that goes right into this person here that asks, Mr. Ken says, how do you market to private lenders, Chris? Oh man, good question. Excellent question. I remember before I had any private money, who had Ken, man, all right, here we go. So for me, everybody's different. I started with my friends and family. I just started with my friends and family. I'm like, listen, I'm doing real estate. Would you know, at that time, I'm like, would you be interested in investing with me? I was asking them that. And it went well. I mean, the first phone, couple phone calls, I got 25000 And then after that, I got a referral for another 100 So I started using that. Then I got a family member that had 30 And then another, after that, started asking people that I didn't know. Mm. started asking people that I didn't know. And it, it is, and it is a muscle. I will tell you, asking for money is a muscle. And what's weird is I consider myself like an, uh, an expert in real estate. And people are like, Chris, why the hell are you still asking for money? You can never have enough capital. Just mm. can't have, I mean, it's always something. And, and people feel like, dang, you asking for money? I don't, I don't know. That doesn't look right. <laughs> you broke? Nah. <laughs> broke or woke? <laughs> there you go. They were like, why are you asking for money? I'm like, dude, just because I got access to X amount of hundreds of thousands. I know people that got access to 12 million, you know, so you can never have enough. And you ask people, it does take some time. Chris, mm -hmm. it takes time to ask for money. And the, and when you get over that hump, like now, I'm like interested in investing with me. We pay. It's, it's irrelevant to me. I don't even think about it. You just go ahead and get that money and make it go. So friends so and family. So some of the deals you bought with this private money, have some of them been like uh, bank-owned properties and things like that? Oh, man, bank-owned, REO, foreclosure, the, the one we had yeah, foreclosure steps, all above. You can use private money for any of them. It doesn't matter, Chris. It's irrelevant, whether it's listed or for sale by owner, you can use private money. It, it's, it doesn't matter who the seller is, as long as they want cash. Right. So this actually makes you become that real cash buyer that people That's have right. been saying they were. You know, there and you go. wholesaler. I'm a cash buyer. Yeah, man. We close quick. We pay cash and close fast. You can back that up when you use this private money. You know what? And never, never presume you know the finances of another person. Let me repeat that. Never presume to know the finances of another person. I remember, I, I'm telling you, I live it, Chris. I got a Section 8 tenant, right? Mm -hmm. Got to a bad car accident. Went from being government assistance to millionaire overnight. Woo. Government assistance today, millionaire tomorrow. I'm telling you, I've seen it. So you had to convert them to a real buyer now. <laughs> I'm still convert. You know, it's weird. I'm still working on them because they're a little nervous. I'm literally working on them now. They bought two houses. They bought two other two other houses. So I'm like, you know, people that don't quite, kind of understand how money works. You know, even for me, when I first got it, I went broke down to eighty dollars. Money has to be constantly flowing as, as you know chris you know and we're not born with that knowledge yeah money has to be working or you will lose it that's right that's, that's right. right uh let's see here we answered the how do you do that let's see here how do you show same thing. Market? same thing i did see another oh here's the question i was looking for Dang so Lord. is that 70 percent on the money you borrowed from the private lender they're asking about that 70 percent you were talking about a little bit ago chris yeah, well, it depends. For me now, I put some of my money in the deal because I want to keep my borrowers, my my lenders, or my investors a lot lower than seventy percent. But I'll put some money in it. But we won't go over seventy percent. And you saw that on the thing. It's that's why people want to know how am I protected because we only borrow seventy percent, and it's right there in the prospectus. Mm. That's right. You never go over seventy percent because that way, like Chris, always I'm keeping the mindset of my profit is irrelevant. Right. If I make money on a deal, 
it's, it, it doesn't matter to me. My main thing is capital preservation. Capital pre preservation. When you understand that concept and you're way down the line, that's when you win. You need to make sure your investors, number one, get their money back. Number two, your investors make money. Then three, you may make some money. I'm so last on that totem pole. Oh, yeah. You know that, Chris, being an entrepreneur, man. You're, you're irrelevant. I mean, you, you can... You, your needs, the, the people of the others outweigh your needs. Right, right. All right. So, Chris, uh, so, so like I said, the link's in the description down in the bottom here. If you want to get the prospectus, it's on sale today for Cyber Monday. That link is working for you now. Put in a promo code WOKE, W-O-K-E, for the special discount. And yeah. uh, gotta let them know that, you know, you came from the WOKE Real Estate Investors family and go out and get some money. So, yeah. uh, so Chris, how do people connect with you if they want to find you? Are you hard to find on the internet or what? Yeah, I mean, it's right there. My website's right there. It is Chris Haskins. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm at this point now. I'm like, good God, I'm about to hire a whole company to just manage content, Chris. You know, so much content. <laughs> it is. You got another question. Angela, Jesse, Jesse, that's a good question. Let's see here. What here? This one? Yeah. Do you utilize a lot of real estate meetings to network while looking for buyers? Okay, see, I think Angela, you are under the premise that I'm looking for buyers. Mm, don't forget, I'm I'm at the stage of my career where I, I think Chris does a lot of. Are you selling a lot of stuff to buyers, Chris? Well, I'm doing uh, only tenant buyers. Those are the only buyers. We do some wholesaling too, so uh, mostly either wholesale cash deal or a tenant buyer with a reasonable down payment. They can down do payment. So they got to have some cash to even work with us. They don't yeah. have any money. Don't even do it. And that comes back. That was a question I wanted to ask you, too, as well, Chris. So before you even present this prospectus to someone, how do you go about screening them to know if they even have money? Or do you just go ahead and assume or do you say, do you have some money you would like to invest? And they tell you, I got 50000 Or how do you go about screening this person first? Well, I, I, I let them pre-screen themselves. Once again, I ask them, do you know anybody that's interested in investing in real estate with us, making money with us? Let them answer that. And usually they'll opt themselves in. And it always comes down to how much, you know? So I'm like, I tell them how much the whole project is. Before I say, well, the minimum we you take is X. Now I'm like, listen, this house we have here, like, um, I can show you one we're getting ready to build, right? Mm -hmm. Excuse me. I got the drawings on my desk. The drawings finally came in today right. or with last week. So the whole project's 150, right? So I let them tell me what they have because 20 is cool, but I'm like, I think the minimum for me now would be like 30 because 20, I mean, it's just a lot of paperwork. Then you got to record it. And once you put 20 on the house, you can't put 80 behind it. You know, you got to move it around. It's just kind of. Makes kind sense. of challenging, unless I'm putting it on one of my rental properties. But yeah, thirty would be the minimum. But I, I, I let people tell me what what what's comfortable for them. And I hate to tell you, they start off small, then they go bigger. They get say if they if they got thirty, the next one's going to be fifty. Or, or for the they want to kind of test you out to make sure you do what you say you're going to do. Mm. So it's very important to let them know that they are secure in this transaction. Everything's disclosed. Now, when it comes to the closing costs and fees to do the transaction, you pay that or is that finance into the deal? Or how do you go about doing that part of it? We pay for all this stuff, but it usually comes out of the loan. So if they got a $30,000 loan, they come to closing them. That 30 will pay for all the fees and we'll take them 29.5 or whatever, what have you. 
Okay, so that so makes they sense. don't come out of any, they don't do all of that stuff. So they don't come out of any pocket. You don't you don't confuse them with any of that junk. You just put it all in a lump sum. Yeah, I take a loss on that, but I mean, it's cost of doing business, and it's no points. You know, I don't have to pay. I haven't paid points, man. It's been I, don't, I can't even remember the last time I paid points. Exactly, makes sense. Makes sense. Let's see. Capital preservation applies to any business in real estate. Is paid unfolded makes mm -hmm. sense makes sense so I think that's uh let's see should you use Afro Mystic what's that should I use FHAs what's the FHA uh, I don't know what that is uh Federal Housing Administration the FHA should you use the FHA FHA loan where you can do as low as three and a half percent down um so yeah. I guess if you're asking can you mix and match so say you can put use the private money for the three and a half percent down minimum or something. I don't know. Yeah. We don't deal with uh, private lenders with owner occupant houses, only investment properties. Mm. Yeah. You don't want to get that stuff co-mingling too much. You Not might with personal more win a pain. You don't want to do that. Yeah. You don't want to. I, 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 my mentor lost 30,000 loaning money to a owner occupant. He lost 30,000 bringing somebody's loan current. Yeah, you don't want to mess with no owner. Have you ever done an owner-occupant crest deal? Where you I, I hear that, and I see it posted up in groups all the time, people asking that question. Yeah, uh, the owner wants to stay in the house, and we want to rent it back to him and loan it back. And I'm like, mm, I want them gone, man. What do I need to do to get them gone? Do I got to send them a truck, some movers, some boxes. What do I got to do to get them up out of this house? Because I don't really want to be attached to them like that. I want them gone. There you go. There you go. Because you know they get and in that mindset that I can stay here and then some they feel like they don't want to go, then you know they're emotionally attached to this house, they don't want to leave. I, I grew up here, you can't take my house. I changed my mind. No, you got to go, bro. That's just what they do, I changed my mind. You got to go, go, baby Paul. All right, Ken here. How do you present your deal to private money lenders when you don't have a track record yet, Chris? Ken, you got to have that perspective, dog. Without that, I mean. The reason I created it was for people that don't have a track record, you know, so you can have you can plug and play your stuff in there. And it's not necessarily to say that you have done that, Ken, but I'm a firm believer now. My my words are changing. I can say this is what I will do. This is what I will do. So you can show them these are the pictures that we do. This is a typical houses that I like to do. You don't necessarily, you know, you don't have to be false information but it is our duty to embellish exactly in the words of ron legrand i didn't make that up <laughs> so you're standing on the shoulder of giants so that's gonna um what do you think chris is it okay to embellish or what i mean all the time you have to say i mean I'm, i mean you I, you have to be a master of it when you're selling these doodads i mean the stuff you're selling can't be worth i don't know yeah, what do you I subscribe to the thing. If they don't know you, they can't flow you. So that's why I'm like, get up in there, show that you're doing some, show you're active. Because if they show you're active, it'll attract everything you want in life. Now, if you're gonna hide in the house, I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to be on no video. Oh, and I hear people do this all the time. I'm an introvert, man. I'm whatever part I need to be to get the deal done, man. You gotta be a problem solver. All these excuses it. and oh, well, I don't really want to do it. You don't have to do anything, but you're gonna, you know. The alternative, I know what that is, going to clocking in on that nine to five. And I ain't going back to that world. I'm unemployable. I think a lot of uh, us are scared, Chris, of living. In the, I, I, I consider this the fast lane, not saying that it's right, wrong, better or worse. I think the fast lane can be scary, man. I think people don't. I think people are. And it's not once again, not bad, bad, good, right, wrong. It can be it can be scary to not when you wake up every morning. 
No one tells you what to do. You have to think of every plan for the day, Chris. Yeah, and and, and I just told one of my mentees that you know freedom isn't free. Oh, There's man. a cost. Very expensive. Cost. Very you expensive. have to have that discipline, that self motivation. You know, the kill procrastination and all of that because you can't do anything. You just mm-hmm. can't move up in the game living that lifestyle. You have to shift your mindset and program this thing here. When you get this thing together, the world is easy because the world ain't going to change. They're worried about who the president is and what's all this stuff. You can't control all that stuff. Control yeah, this right. thing. Get this I thing filled it. with knowledge and go ahead and apply it. I love it. I'm like, I don't care who the president is, man. It's irrelevant to me. I got to make this paper. That's right. That's right. <laughs> get paid either way. So that's going to do any uh, closing uh any closing words you want to give to the family before we get up out of here and do some more woke stuff? Chris, I was meeting with one of my inner circle members today. I'm like, listen, when I was growing up, I was in a marching band. I was what you call a band nerd, Chris. I played the trumpet. All the dudes used to just joke me, man. I was a band nerd. But my band director, he was world class. We used to travel the country. We got first place. They called it uh, superior ratings, right? Number one. And he was like, you know what? I don't care if I'd be practicing in the band. We practice eight hours a day. Have some. I used to make some long notes here and there. He was like, you know what? I love the fact that you're making wrong notes. I don't care that you have wrong notes. I don't care that you may play the wrong note. I care that you that you try, that you try. As long as you are willing to try and mess it up, just try it. That's for my, your family, your people, just to try it and see what happens. Yeah, you can't. The only way you win is by actually giving some effort. You know, just saying that oh, I'm just going to sit back and wait for success to come to me. You have to attract success by taking action, by being active. People say, "Well, you're just lucky. You're lucky. You're always doing this stuff." People say, I'm lucky. I'm like, no, I'm very active. I do a lot. So if you do enough stuff, something's going to do it. Throw enough stuff right. at the wall, something will stick. When you, it's, it's inevitable, Chris. It's inevitable. Man. I mean, if you put in a hundred offers, you're going to get one. You know, this is inevitable. Say yes. Yep, and that that makes sense, Chris. So that's like like I said, the link is down in the description for people who want to get this prospectus, get the discount on Cyber Monday. Put in that promo code woke W O K E. The links down there it says today's special, or I may say tonight's special. I need to change it to today's for the replay people because they might watch it tomorrow or watch it whenever. And so, like I said, if you are watching on the YouTube, subscribe to this channel. If you're in the Facebook Woke Real Estate Investors Group, what up to y'all? And if you haven't joined that group, you should have joined already. What are you waiting on? You sleep. Come on in. We always talk on this real estate talk. So I want to say thanks again, Brother Chris, for everything you've done here. And um, let me see here what we got. Uh, let me see. I got some closing announcements I think I got to make before I close this thing out. Let okay. Me... So let's see here. So we got this coming up March 5th through the 8th. My first speaking event coming up in uh, in uh, March 5th through the 8th of 2020 down in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. Three nights and four days. Wow. Be down there talking real estate talk. They're going to have some drinks. They're going to have food, all inclusive, everything paid for. Get more information on that at the shiftreiretreat.com. Or you can just go to wokerealestateinvestors.com on the uh, go to wokerealestate.com on the uh, events page. We got Christina Spells. You got Daniel Chad Moore. The real estate guru is going to be there. My sister Shanika is going to be there. And, you know, I'm going to be there with something fresh to talk about this real estate. So I hope everybody get a chance to go check that out if you haven't. And uh, that's what we got going on. Other than that, I'm about to get up out of here and do some more woke stuff. Do what you do. Be who you be, and I'll see you before you see me.
Peace out, family. And we have... And we have... And we have... Mr. I Stay Pro 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 Pro